Hello, everyone. Welcome to the seventh or now seventh podcast of The Business Lens. My name is Bo Phillips. I'm the St. John's County Chamber of Commerce's Senior Communications Manager. And as always, and most importantly, I'm here with Bob Porter, our Director of Public Policy. And today we're going to be talking about our big deal election coming up. And it is a big deal, correct? Absolutely, Bo. This election, uh, in many ways, is considerably bigger than the 2016 election because we're electing a member of the United States Senate, a United States House of Representatives member, the governor, the entire cabinet, including the attorney general, the chief financial officer, the commissioner of agriculture, our state representative, and we have one open seat on the uh, St. John's County Commission, uh, the seat representing Potavedra. So with that, today we're going to get we're going to get local, though. There are 11 kind of hyper-local races. Of those 11 hyper-local races, five to seven of them we think will be hotly contested. And of those five to seven, two of them are in Pontevedra and Pontevedra Focus. So today, today is going to be for you, Pontevedra, and we're going to talk specifically about those races. One of those races is races is for County Commission District Four, which was formerly Jay Morris's seat. That's right. Uh, when uh, Commissioner Morris announced uh, last year that he was would not be running for re-election, uh, we got a tremendous amount of interest from people living in the Potavedra, Nocatee, Northeast County uh, region to file and replace him. And as a matter of fact, we have a very hotly contested race uh, shaping up in the primary, including uh, three candidates who are virtually in a dead heat when it comes to fundraising, and spending, uh, campaign spending. That's right, and uh, I just want to uh, touch on that real quick. The three candidates you're talking about are Eric Alba. Erica. Erica Alba, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's why he's on here, guys. He's the professional. (laughs) Uh, Jeremiah Blocker and Dick Williams. Uh, Erica Alba has raised over $60,000. Jeremiah Blocker has raised over $90,000. And Dick Williams has raised over $120,000 for this specific race. And those figures are actually stunning if you think about it, because that means that for a single county commission seat, the candidates have raised over a quarter of a million dollars. That's just that that's breaking all kinds of records. And we're still six weeks out from the primary. And um, I'm just going to go real quick. I went on to the uh, Vote SJC website, which is a great website for all of you listening out there. It has your polling places, but it also has candidate information. And this candidate information, has not uh, it's not fact-checked. Uh, it is produced by the candidates themselves. So I just wanted to touch on each of these candidates that are going to be running for this seat. Erica Alba uh, has been here since 2003. She's been here about 12 years. She is a former criminal prosecutor. She currently works at Foley Lardner, a a national corporate law firm here that has a branch here in the area. And she said she's been a registered Republican since she was 18. Um, I'll go ahead and say from from the start that really all of these candidates have a large body of community and social uh, service work uh, that they're publishing on these pages. 
Jeremiah Blocker is a, an army officer, a former army officer for over 13 years. He continues his military service in the Air Force Reserves as a Judge Advocate General, and he is currently ranked as a major. Uh, he's also got a graduate degree in business entrepreneurship from University of, North, uh, University of Florida. Uh, he served as a state prosecutor, and today he's a partner in a small law firm. I know that one of the candidates that we didn't mention because he wasn't at the top of that fundraising list, but one of the other candidates is named Nicholas Michael Dudinsky. Uh, I'm not sure I'm pronouncing Dudinsky. that right. Dudinsky. He is one of the Republican, uh, Republican candidates for County Commission District 4. Uh, it says here that he's a relatively new, uh, relatively new member of St. John's County, new resident of St. John's County. He is by trade an engineer and a marketer, and he self-describes as a man of the people. Michael Dudinsky has raised just over $6,000 for his candidacy. There is a candidate that is listed as active with no party affiliation named John C. Gorman, or John C. Jack Gorman, um, but there really, really isn't any information about him in there, and I even went online to look for a website and I couldn't find one. And then finally, um, the leader in the clubhouse as far as uh, contributions is concerned is Dick Williams. He has been in Ponte Vedra for the past 17 years, and he is a, uh, a businessman who has run commercial radio stations throughout the United States. He retired from that in 2006 after running five stations here in Northeast Florida. It also says that he came back and helped guide the Ponte Vedra, the Cultural Center at Ponte Vedra Beach. Let me get that, um, let me get that name correct. The Cultural Center at Ponte Vedra Beach uh, through the Great Recession. And he also served on the St. John's County Planning and Zoning Agency. So that's, that's a list of your District 4 County Commission candidates. It's a pretty impressive list. Can we talk a little bit about how we vote for that? Do you have to live in Ponte Vedra to be able to vote for those specific candidates? No, this is an interesting situation that is, while not completely unique to Florida, it is practiced around the country, where the county commissioners are elected countywide, but they must reside within uh, the uh, boundaries of District 4, which reach roughly from north of Ponte Vedra up to the JTB and across to Nocatee. So while this podcast is specific for you, Ponte Vedra, this is important for all of us to know because we're all going to be getting a vote in this one. Absolutely. Dissimilarly, candidate for school board district four is a hyper-local race that is voted on only by people in that specific Ponte Vedra district, right? That's right. Running for school board district four, there are three candidates, uh, and I'll just list them in alphabetical order here. Kelly Barrera, Denver Cook, and Abigail Lavrini. Kelly Barrera is the incumbent, and she has served on several. Uh, she's probably a familiar name to all of you out there listening. Um, I know that she served on several boards, right, Bob? Yes, that's correct. Before being elected to the St. Johns County School Board, she had been elected to the St. Johns County and St. Augustine Airport Authority, uh, where she served for several years. Her experiences in aeronautical engineering, um, she worked for over 25 years in business management training, aviation safety compliance, but more recently she's completed master's degree coursework in edu with education emphasis and she is a master board certified school boards association member. Denver Cook, who is a U.S. Air Force veteran with seven years of service and background in military intelligence, has more recently worked for nearly 20 years in large-scale commercial construction and moved to St. John's County in 2012. Abigail Lavrini. Abigail Lavrini is a PhD psychologist. She's got a doctorate in counseling and school psychology. She is a best-selling author 
on the American Psychological Association bestseller list. And the Lorenis have been in the community since 2014. Uh, in 2015, Dr. Lorini opened a new branch of her practice, Psych Ed Connections in the Natchitoches Town Center. So that is your complete list of candidates for the school board district four seat. It's gonna be an interesting race, huh, Bob? It is going to be absolutely uh, fascinating, and frankly, if you live in the Ponte Vedra, Ponte Vedra Beach, Nocatee area, this is your opportunity to elect representatives who will be representing your interests, unlike the southeastern part of the county or even the central southern part of the county where there are municipal governments. If you live in northeast St. John's County, the commissioner who represents you on the county commission, in fact, becomes your mayor, your city councilman, and your elected representative within the county, same with the school board. So it's a very important race. Uh, both of these are very important races to get smart upon before you go in and vote. As Bo said, one of the best sites to get uh, information about these candidates and about their views on things is Supervisor of Elections, Vicki Oaks' website, sjcvotes.com. You can very easily find out a lot of information about the candidates and, frankly, an easier and more enjoyable way to learn about the candidates will be to attend one of our Politics in St. John's events. We've been doing this for a number of years during election season, and this year, for the first time, we're moving it, uh, the Ponte Vedra event, to the Ponte Vedra Concert Hall on July 16th from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m., and this is a good old-fashioned candidate meet-and-greet. It's free to the public. The politicians pay. This is perfect man bites dog story, but <laughs> it gives them an opportunity and gives you as potential constituents the opportunity to go eyeball to eyeball with them across a table and ask the questions face to face that you want to have answered before you go to the polls. We're also doing something really special this year in Ponte Vedra. Vicki Oaks has agreed to run a straw poll in Ponte Vedra for the first time. The first 300 people who sign up for our free registration for the Ponte Vedra event will be given uh, a ballot that they can actually vote for candidates, uh, and the results of the straw poll will be released as soon as Mrs. Oaks and her crew finishes the tabulation. So I urge you to go to sjcchamber.com forward slash P-I-S-J and register. It's a free registration um, and it will give you an opportunity to uh, vote in our straw poll. You'll actually be able to find each event on, the, on our calendar of events. So if you look on our calendar of events for July 16th, you'll see the, the Ponte Vedra event there. If you look on it for August 1st, you'll see the St. Augustine event there. And if you're a candidate, register and get your table there. If you're not a candidate and you're just a, a citizen doing their due diligence, then you can make sure you get a ticket to vote in the straw poll. Um, we're gonna take the first 300 or so at each, at each place and register there. It's just a really quick registration. It's a great place to ask Kelly Barrera, who's already signed up to be present at the Ponte Vedra Politics, what she learned serving on the Board of Education. It's a great place 
to at, to ask Denver Cook what he believes he can bring to the who's already registered to be at politics in St. John's in Ponte Vedra. So everybody out there, as Bob was saying, go to votesjc.com. Do a little bit of research. It's a great place to get all the information for the races that you need to be concerned about in one place. Then come out to politics in St. John's and ask the important questions to the candidates that you might be voting for and pulling the lever of not not pulling the lever for. <laughs> there you go. And and not to be remiss, but we're going to cut this podcast a little short, but keep this date in mind as well, August 1st. We will be doing the same version of Politics in St. John's in St. Augustine uh, at the Solomon Calhoun Center, where we've done it in past years. We've got tremendous candidate response. We are going to have a straw poll as well. So I urge you to go to our website, sjcchamber.com forward slash PISJ, and sign up for both events. Uh, They're both free. They're open to the public, and the more that you can learn about these candidates and talk to them face-to-face, the better uh, informed you'll be come Election Day, the primary in August, and then the actual Election Day in November. Sounds smart, Bob. So if there are five to seven hyperlocal races and two of them are in Ponte Vedra, that means three to five of them are in St. Augustine. We'll be talking about that in the next podcast will likely touch on the the big races for governors again those are obviously important races and really feel up in the air right now so that is something to look forward to in our next podcast which we will publish before our august 1st politics in st john's event in st augustine i want to thank you for listening i hope you'll join us next time